Welcome back to BeYoungMinistry.com to another blog and to another podcast. Welcome to those who access the podcast through Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Rumble, and Spotify. Today we continue in our study of the book of Genesis. We're in chapter 25, verses 1 through 6, which reads, Abraham again took a wife, and her name was Keturah. And she bore him Zimron, Jokshan, Medan, Midian, Ishbak, and Shua. Jokshan begot Sheba and Dedan. And the sons of Dedan were Ashuram, Latushim, and Lumim. And the sons of Midian were Ephah, Hancock, Abadai, and Eldah. And these were the children of Keturah. And Abraham gave all that he had to Isaac. But Abraham gave gifts to the sons of the concubines, which Abraham had. And while he was still living, he sent them eastward, away from Isaac, his son, to the country of the east. That's Genesis chapter 25, verses 1 through 6. Today we transition into Genesis chapter 25, which brings us to the end of the life of the great man of faith, Abraham. Abraham's life shows the unfolding process of any believer who has a heart humble enough to recognize his need for his creator. Abraham is known as the father of the faith because he, like any believer in the God of the Bible, heard God's call and responded out of faith and trust in him alone for salvation. Abraham illustrated the increase of intimacy with God through the increase of his faith and his trust in him. In verse 1 of today's passage, we read, And Abraham again took a wife, and her name was Keturah. From the time that Abraham's first wife, Sarah, died until the time that Abraham died was a period of about 50 years. So when Sarah died, Abraham was about 125 years old. And after that, Abraham took another wife and remarkably had six more sons. During that time, Abraham acquired concubines with whom he had lots of children as these years went by. One of the most important lessons we garner from today's passage is the scant amount of information that we receive about these 50 years. God only includes details that are necessary for us to know what he is doing in the world and through history as we have seen so many times already. These years were not Abraham's glory years. Abraham's second wife was Keturah, which means incense. Even though Abraham will garner concubines and children through them, Only Keturah is mentioned by name. In all, there will be six sons, seven grandsons, and three great-grandsons of Abraham mentioned, making 16 in all. In verses 2 and 3 of today's passage, we read, And she bore him Zimron, Jachon, Medan, Midian, Ishbak, and Shua. Jachon begot Sheba and Dedan, 
and the sons of Dedan were Ashurim, Letusim, and Luman. Keturah had six sons by Abraham, and in turn, the sons of one of her sons are listed. And then one of those sons has his sons listed. The name Keturah pictures for us incense that flows out and eventually disappears. This is what happened to most of these children, grandchildren, and great-grandsons of Abraham. Two of Keturah's sons, Medon and Midian, will later play a role in the purchase and transfer of Joseph when his brothers sell him to the Midianite traders later on in the narrative. Interestingly, it will be to the people of Midian to whom Moses will escape when he will later flee from Egypt. After the time of Joseph, the line of Medon will not be mentioned again, but the line and name of Midian will be noted many, many more times throughout the Old Testament, and even once in the New Testament book of Acts. Almost always, these people, the Midianites, will be in strife with the people of Israel, but there is one notable exception in Exodus chapter 18. In verse 4 of today's passage, we read, And the sons of Midian were Ephah, Ephor, Hanak, Abadah, and Eldah. All these were the children of Keturah. Of all of these names of the sons of Midian, only one, Ephah, is mentioned again outside of the book of Chronicles. He, along with his father Midian, is mentioned in Isaiah chapter 60 and verse 6 in a prophecy about the future blessings of the land of Zion. Even though most had forgotten who these people were and where they had settled in the world, the Lord did not. Someday all of these lines will be known and we will be able to look back on these verses and see how God wove it all together in his grand plan. All of this just underscores his sovereignty. All of this just underscores the fact that we can trust him, even when life looks most bleak. It's been my experience. If I give God enough time, he will explain. He will show forth the reason why certain things have happened. Interestingly, not a single person who is included in the line of the Lord Jesus is found in this passage, other than Isaac and Abraham. This was similar to what we saw about Ishmael. Through the years, it has become very clear that the line of Keturah has been a rather troubling line of people who have been at war with Israel throughout the ages. In verse 5 of today's passage, we read, And Abraham gave all that he had to Isaac. As we have throughout our study of Isaac in Genesis 24 pointed out, Isaac is a picture of the Lord Jesus, God the Son, similar to the Lord Jesus, who is the inheritor of God the Father. Isaac, the son of promise, was the inheritor of all that Abraham had. I can only imagine how Ishmael and these other sons of Abraham felt about this. This very well may be the 
reason for their hatred of Israel even to this day. Down through the years, the Jews have been far more privileged than the others. They have been more educated and prosperous in both mental and spiritual understanding. Of course, with these blessings comes even more material wealth and, of course, more animosity and more jealousy. In verse 6 of today's passage, we read, But Abraham gave gifts to the sons of the concubines, which Abraham had. And while he was still living, he sent them eastward, away from Isaac, his son, to the country of the east. The same groups who were excused from the inheritance were also excused from Abraham's home. But he did give them parting gifts while they lived. This means that Abraham probably had them leave before they got married or had children. So all of the grandsons and great-grandsons mentioned before were born after the sons of Abraham had already been sent away. Abraham never forgot that Isaac was the son of the promise and the divinely chosen heir. He was constantly alert to protect the inheritance of God. He anticipated danger and made some provision for his other sons so that they would not destroy what God was doing in the life of Isaac. Isaac is throughout a picture of Christ. Isaac received the inheritance of his father and his descendants through Jacob would continue toward the coming of the Messiah. The rest were sent east, which in the context of the Bible is a place of false worship, exile, and which almost exclusively lacks the true God. When Abraham first came into the land, he pitched his tent between Ai and Bethel, with Ai on the east and Bethel on the west. Ai means ruin, while Bethel means the house of God. Isaac was given the inheritance in the west, in the place of God, while the other boys were sent out into the east countries to the place of ruin. This is a picture for us of real life and the most important choice we will ever make. Isaac is a picture of the Lord Jesus, the inheritor of all things from God the Father. The amazing thing for each of us is that again and again the New Testament reminds us that when we receive the Lord Jesus as our Savior, we join in His inheritance. In fact, in Revelation 21 and verse 7, the Lord Jesus Himself will say that those who overcome, and by the way, they will overcome because of Him, will inherit all things. My friends, I trust this blog and this podcast are helping you in your walk with the Lord. If I can be of further assistance to you, shoot me an email at beyoungministry at gmail.com. Hey, have a great day.